Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick, where each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. There are things that we can do to preserve or maintain our health and help to restore our health when we've lost it. Unfortunately, confusion arises when we think that the absence of symptoms means that we are healthy. That was written by Joe Strauss, chiropractor, mentor, and friend of mine. And in today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding about three reasons to visit a chiropractor. And as always, as you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. People visit chiropractors for many different reasons, many, but most if not all chiropractors have a similar objective to helping people function with a higher quality of life through the correction of vertebral subluxation. First introductions to new people when I tell them I'm a chiropractor usually go in the direction of the new person saying, I don't have any back pain, I don't have any neck pain, so I've never been to a chiropractor before. This is a very common viewpoint from society that if you have something wrong or if something's not working correctly, go get it fixed. But if nothing's wrong, don't touch it. You see, this viewpoint actually isn't 100% correct but it's also not incorrect. You see, we shouldn't try to fix that which isn't broken, but there are a few concerns when this approach is in regards to the human body and physiology. First, how do you know if something isn't working properly in your body? For example, how do you know if your spine's not working properly? Is it when the signs of symptoms tell you that your spine isn't working properly? Is it when you can't function throughout the day? Or is it a little of both? The human body is a magnificent working machine, but relying solely on symptoms to tell you that it's not working properly is not a valid approach. I'll say that again. Relying solely on symptoms to tell you that it's not working properly is not a valid approach. Even the World Health Organization realizes that the presence or absence of disease or infirmity, which is just another word of uh, like symptoms or uh, disease, is not a clear indicator of well-being. So if you can't judge how healthy you are based off of the absence or presence of symptoms, what about the ability to judge how you're functioning through the day. Um, For example, if you can't pick up your children anymore because the motion and weight causes so much discomfort, 
that it's unbearable, is that a clear indicator of something not working properly? Well, yes, of course it is. But the problem is when you wait till you can't function in the day um, to tell you that something's not working properly, that's like waiting to put gas in your gas tank or into your car uh, when you're on the side of the road not driving anymore. So it's almost too little too late in that approach. You should always fill up the gas tank before the engine stops working, just as you should not wait till symptoms uh, appear in your body before performing something uh, that can help continue to allow you to get those miles in the, in the car. People visit chiropractors for many different reasons. I've been a chiropractor for almost 10 years and I've seen and heard um, beyond any type of reason you could imagine of for visiting a chiropractor. But most chiropractors have the similar objective to helping people function with a higher quality of life through the correction of vertebral subluxation. This objective of helping people function with a higher quality of life through the correction of subluxation is due to part of your body or physiology not working to its potential, but that is regardless of the presence or absence of symptoms. You see, vertebral subluxation is a condition of a vertebrae that has lost its proper juxtaposition with the one above or the one below or both to an extent less than a luxation. And this subluxation uh, includes an opening and impinges nerves or interferes with the transmission of nerve impulses. This was first documented by R.W. Stevenson, who was a chiropractor and a professor, and he was the author of the chiropractic textbook that was used early on in the profession's development at Palmer Chiropractic College in Davenport, Iowa. Now, the definition of subluxation is still a hot topic in the profession, but regardless of which definition you use, the correction of vertebral subluxation through a chiropractic adjustment for the better expression of well-being is without a doubt the shared objective within the profession, within chiropractic. And within this shared objective, I professionally feel like there comes three reasons why you need to visit a chiropractor. But before we dive into those three reasons, let's discuss vertebral subluxation just for a minute so that we can all be on the same page. Due to the ability of vertebrae to move, loss of juxtaposition can and does occur within the spine. You see, the loss of juxtaposition is the first of four criteria in order to define vertebral subluxation in these terms. Alone, though, the loss of juxtaposition is just that, a misalignment, which is different than a vertebral subluxation. You see, I have clients that come in all the time and tell me, am I misaligned, am I misaligned, or they ask me, am I misaligned here, or they point to it and say, I'm misaligned here. Misalignment is part of the definition, but that is not whole in the definition of vertebral subluxation. You see, structure equals function, and when a loss of juxtaposition has occurred in relationship to the vertebrae above or below, 
or both, and an occlusion or narrowing of either the neurological foramina or canal can and does result. And so when this occlusion or narrowing of a neurological foramina, which is more or less a hole, can occur with or without a juxtaposition. Chiropractic or chiropractors are concerned when the juxtaposition and occlusion are coupled together. You see, the neurological function requires proper structure for the housing and protection of the delicate tissue. And the loss of juxtaposition and occlusion of the neurological foramina can, without a doubt, create impingement of the neurological tissue that are contained within the vertebrae. And so the purpose of the neurological function is conduction of forces for coordinated function and action throughout the body. But when there's a loss of juxtaposition and an occlusion of the foramina and impingement of the neurological tissue that interferes with the transmission of this neurological impulse through the nerves, now we've just defined and demonstrated what we call vertebral subluxation. And so now that we're all on the same page and now that we all have the same definition of what subluxation is, now we can go a little bit further into detail on our understanding of three reasons why you need to visit a chiropractor. And let's start with number one, emotional stress. Emotional stress is everywhere. Stress is everywhere and stress is constantly combating with our ability to function in a normal state. And you see stress can overcome and break down our normal physiology into a state of dysfunction and disharmony without us even being aware of the effects due to the many angles and ways of it negatively affecting us. You see chiropractic recognizes three categories of stress that can affect your body and create a perfect condition within the physiology for vertebral subluxation to develop. And emotional stress to me is the number one reason and the number one type of stress that can create a perfect reason for you to visit a chiropractor. You see, thinking or experiencing negative or worrisome thoughts can impact your well-being. It's a fact. It's a known fact. Just think about the time when you got so worried that your stomach turned over. Emotions can influence physiology, and emotional stress is everywhere, and it can be a burden on our internal well-being. Emotional stress can affect your physiology and create a perfect condition for vertebral subluxation to develop. So the number one reason to visit your chiropractor or reason number one to visit your chiropractor is emotional stress. Do you have it? I have it. <laughs> Everyone has it. And so reason number two to visit a chiropractor or your chiropractor is chemical stress. Uh, chemicals are around us everywhere from inhaling the city fumes that we live in to drinking or digesting the chemicals that can create an internal damage to our well-being is also a known fact. Just look at all the lawsuits that take place against major corporations for chemical dumping. Chemicals influence the water we drink. 
chemicals influence the air we breathe and being aware of this chemical stress that silently most of the time affects your overall well-being from the inside out can be your daily way of eating an apple a day just being aware of the chemicals that are around us chemical stress can affect your physiology and create a perfect condition for vertebral subluxation to develop and so the second reason to visit a chiropractor or visit your chiropractor would be chemical stress. Finally, and not least by any means, is reason number three to visit a chiropractor, and that is, yep, you named it, physical stress. Constant physical demands can create a negative compound effect on our well-being. The physical toll of not moving enough and sitting too much and working at our desk all day typing on our computers is a real physical stressor that needs to be recognized and discussed and become aware of. Physical stress can and does affect your physiology and can create a perfect condition for vertebral subluxation to develop. So there you have it. We got our three reasons to visit a chiropractor. Number one being emotional stress. Number two being chemical stress. And number three being physical stress. And as we become more aware of our emotional, chemical, and physical stressors, we want to find ways to increase our ability to adapt to them rather than compensate to them. Stress is constantly confronting our ability to function in a normal state and due to the negative consequences that stress can and does cause on the body's physiology, understanding how to adapt to them rather than compensate to it is vital for your ability to thrive in a state of peak potential. When it comes to stress, you have two options to approach the harmful effects from stress. Number one is lower the amount of stress in your day, lower the amount of emotional stress, lower the amount of chemical stress, and lower the amount of physical stress. Or number two, increase your resistance to that stress. I suppose 2.5 could be a little of both. But I'd like to focus here on number two for just a minute of your time since I'm a chiropractor and I'm an advocate for chiropractors. Chiropractic adjustments are one way, not the only way, but one way to increase your resistance to stress from the inside out, or we call it above, down, inside out. And as you increase your resistance to stress, you allow the inborn recuperative powers of well-being to be expressed. Increasing your resistance to stress from the inside out through the correction of vertebral subluxation is a proactive choice to adapt into stress. It's correcting something wrong or not working 100% correctly within the human body and physiology, even if there are no signs or symptoms indicating that something's wrong. And so the three reasons to visit your chiropractor would be stress coming from emotions, chemicals, and physical day-to-day demands. There you have it, folks. Hope to see you soon. Hope to see and hear that you're visiting your chiropractor on a regular basis.
There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you enjoyed with it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. This is your first episode. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location analysis and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. And be a champion, be a hero, and send them this episode. You never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. BJ Palmer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical condition, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. And in addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.